Hello travellers, and welcome to the first season recap of Tales from the Dark Dragon's Inn. As a new listener, this minisode should provide you with everything you need to know about our story so far, so you can jump right into season 2 along with our existing listeners. And if you're one of those, it's great to have you here. If you've caught up recently and everything is fresh in your mind, you can probably give this one a miss but it should be a great refresher for anyone else before the second season gets started. With all that said, please be aware that this mini-ep is compiled from the audio throughout our first season, from which we have grown and improved significantly. If you'd like something to compare it to, check our recent side quest episodes, not covered by this recap. Hi, I'm Nina, and I play Mix, the Asimar Warlock of the Fae. I'm Tom, I play Erbach, a lizard man wizard. I'm Liz. I play Toby, a tiefling warlock of the Raven Queen. Hello, I'm Vinny. I play Murren, the half-orc monk. And I'm Ray, your host and game master. And I play just about everyone else. And without further ado, please close your eyes. Let's sink back into the past as we recount our adventures thus far. It's not too uncommon for a, a large traveling caravan to do things like hire people to work for them to help protect the caravans, to take passengers onto bigger cities. People pay for space on the caravan so that they can travel with ease and not have to travel the roads on their own by foot. And sundown is approaching when your wagon train tops a rise and you see the town of Greenest just a few short miles away. <laughs> However, instead of the pleasant welcoming town you expected, you see large plumes of black smoke rising from burning buildings, running figures that are little more than dots at this distance, and various small shapes whirling their way through the skies, low over the keep that rises above the center of the town. Greenest is under attack. <sighs> well, this looks promising. So you just jump off the caravan and start charging towards the town? Yeah. Well, we've got this unconscious cultist. We should probably figure out what to do with him and what his group wants with your town. Uh, hello, I am uh, Tarbor Nighthill, and I am... Let's just say I, I lead the town from here. I am led to believe that you have a... Uh, a guest for us. This will hopefully shed some light on what's happening here. I truly thought... I'm, I'm very perplexed. I, From the reports that we had had, I was under the impression that this was an elven raid, but cultists... What, what makes you say they're cultists? Well, they're running around with dragon masks on, shouting Hail Tiamat. What do you wish to know? What are you and your people doing here, for a start? We are amassing a great hoard, treasure beyond measure, to usher the great queen into the world. We will begin the reign of the Queen of Dragons. The reign of the Queen of Dragons has been foretold. The time is now, and we shall be the ones to usher her through the gates. We have a camp. The people that are taken are working for the glory of Tiamat. What can I do for you? 
Is it urgent? Say, sir, what, what's all the what's all the fuss? The attack appears to be escalating. Hey, wait, I, I'm not sure. Wait. I've I've been in here all evening, but it's begin to feel the building yourselves begin to tremble, and all at once the silence is broken. <laughs> You guys rush out of the building. You're looking around, you're seeing your friends part, and you see Murren grab at his head, scream out in pain. <laughs> Murren falls to his knees. Murren? In general. What's going on? Are you okay? I'm, I'm fine. I think this dragon can be reasoned with. What? Just trust me. What, what should we do? How, how do we how do we reason with a gigantic lightning dragon? I haven't the faintest idea. What do you want? We wish no trouble. Trouble has come this day. Maybe I should be asking you. What are you here for? They they have my progeny. I must do as they demand. Who makes these demands of you? The ones that wear purple. These so-called dragon cultists. The voice of Doomsinger cuts clearly through the air. Who are these mighty heroes that have saved your simple town? Fought back the darkness this night past and who cherished the very lives you hold dear? He's standing on a table and he's surrounded by a horde of people. I speak of no less, your saviors, I present to you the scales of justice. As you may have heard, the invaders have left town and that's good, but I'm troubled that this attack ever happened in the first place. When you arrived with your captive and you said there was a cultist uh, that shed some light on the situation, but I feel we really must know more about this army in case there is another attack, whether that be on our own city or any nearby towns. The more information we have about them, the better. I hesitate to ask after you all you have done for this city, but you are truly in the best possible position to investigate. I believe that anybody who has been taken is likely to have been taken to the camp that the cultists spoke of. Unfortunately, due to the potential for another attack, we need to keep as much of the town's guard in the town as possible. Now, I hesitate to push you into action, but the sooner you are willing to leave, the better. I believe it would be quite easy to track their whereabouts at this point, despite the fact that several hours have passed since the majority left. I imagine such numbers would not be hard to follow. Tabor, small query. Does the name Leosin Elantha? My name is Nassim. I hear you are looking for my master, Leosin Elantha. Leosin is your master? Yes, he disappeared last night after we fought a particularly savage battle so you lead the party through the camp looking for where the largest concentration of the troops is he assumes it's such a large encampment that they probably have their own area where their orders come and go 
you do find a large tent. The tent that you come across has one of the regalia flags above it. It's one of these slim triangle flags and it is jet black with an eagle's claw emblazoned in the center. Well, we had to get the prisoners out and um, so... The camp was in an uproar at this point. Something about a fight in a mess hall? I'm, I'm not really sure about the details. I did seem to hear some commotion from over that way, but I was too far away to notice too much. You were trying to escape with the prisoners? Did anybody try and stop you? Well, yes. But um, we did uh, create a few fires. Thanks to the Doomsinger, of course. In fact, he actually stayed behind so we could get free and leave the camp. I'm taking the Elson to the uh, medical bay. I'm just making sure the prisoners get to the keep. Trying to find um, someone who can see to the rescuees that we have. My name is Dr. Ervak Voss, and these are my colleagues of the Scales of Justice. Ah, uh, yes, uh, I have heard the name. The, uh... Doctors, they mentioned you uh, brought me here. I suppose I have a debt of thanks I owe you all. Now, despite my attempt, I did not get all the information that I was looking for while I was there. After all you've done already for me personally and for the people of Greenest, I hate to ask anything more from you, but the need is great, and I dare to hope that you can aid me one more time. What is it you seek? I need you to return to the cultist camp. You know your way around it now. If the cultists are preparing to conduct another raid, or a large body of them marches away, or if anything substantial is carried into or out of that cave, we need to know. If you have a chance to get in that camp and look around again, that would be the ideal way to spot anything that's changed. I don't recommend letting yourself get captured, though. You guys start making your way into the camp, and you start heading towards tents. And Mix just starts walking towards the cave. Yeah, back's linking off that way. You guys all sneak up to the edges of the cave entrance. You notice some very distinctive shapes. You see a lot of rocks and stones down here. However, you also notice two very large roughly three, three and a half foot tall, somewhat egg-shaped objects. This is very obviously an egg. It is a radiant crystalline blue, and it has what appears to be almost rock-like formations growing out of its base. It is three and a half foot tall, it's at least two foot in diameter, and it looks like it weighs a ton. The other shape you saw was against another pillar on the other side of the room. Do you find yourself on the platform leading to the exit of the cave? No. Leaving was a lot quicker than entering. The whole it's quiet thing has me worried that there might be an ambush elsewhere. All around you, torches light. Wow, shit. And begin to close in. I'm gonna carefully back into the cave. As you start backing into the cave, you hear... As Lenathan lands heavily on the ground above it, slamming his claws into the ground, and the cave behind you begins to collapse. Well, there goes that. I look up, I just put my hand up. Lenathan! Stop! We have your progeny! 
he bellows a roar and return. There's no language coming from him at the moment. It seems to all just be feral. You are all blinded by a flash of blue lightning. You've seen this attack before when you were at the keep. You watched as Lenathan obliterated guardsmen who were on the walls. Comparatively, that was at a distance. Up close, you've never seen anything like this. The volume of lightning that is belched forth from this creature is astonishing. The beam, it's more like a storm, crashes forwards and rips through the group of strangers that surround you. You watch as they are utterly vaporized. For a moment, you feel relief until the lightning continues, and one by one, you fall to the ground. Are we unconscious? You all come to, surrounded by somewhat familiar surroundings. So, Marin, you have a note from Leosin. The letter reads, From El Torel, Resende 7th. I cannot wait long. Hurry. That's all it says. We are looking for a place called El Torel. Have you heard of it? Um, yeah, but th- that's, that's not in Greenest. That's, that's another city. Oh, that's fine. Um, do you know our best route to getting there? Well, it depends how you're travelling, really. The trade route's quite safe if you're along the wagons. That'll take you, uh, ooh, week and a half, two weeks? Is there a shorter, not safe route? Um, I mean, if you were to travel across the plains or, you know, through the forests. We have ten days to get there, but going by the road, and it looks like we're not going to have any luck catching any passing wagons, considering the current circumstances. We need to find a way to get there in time if we want to meet up with Leosin. Well, this has been real fun, but um, why don't you all just come on back into my office? If you are who I think you are, you think you've been probably going about this all wrong. Leosin is a good friend of mine. He has paid for six horses up front. Six horses? You're not going to give these fools six horses. Ness, give the horses to me. These fools will simply leave them for dead in a ditch. We're wondering if you knew... Maybe riskier, but faster route to take a cart. No, there is no other route. But our cart does not need roads. Ness, give me the horses. I will keep them, and they will get where they're going. I think we're probably not going to get a better offer, because we don't know how to ride, and we'll probably get lost and be unsuccessful. I'm the optimist. Well, I just think that letting someone who knows what they're doing take us where we want to go is better than us not knowing what we're doing and not getting where we need to go. Have the horses ready. I'll bring the cart. 30 minutes. Outside. And she just leaves. Mm-hmm.